Natasha Torres. I'm a spinning teacher, a recovering academic, and the founder of SheepSpot, where we're on a mission to revolutionize spinning education by using the power of online courses and communities to help spinners make more yarns they love and enjoy every step of the process. These days, I can make just about any yarn I can imagine, but believe me, I was not a natural spinner. Now, many skeins and hand-spun projects later, spinning allows me to express myself creatively and quiet my mind no matter how crazy the world around me gets. I created this podcast to give you both a clear strategy to become a skilled, confident, and versatile spinner, and lots of quick, actionable tactics that will level up your yarn making quickly and easily. If you're an inquisitive hand spinner, you are in the right place, and I'm so glad that you're here. Do you know the difference between a strategy and a tactic? I'm going to break it down in this episode, and I'm going to explain why we as spinners, we need both. Hello there, darling sheep spotter. Welcome to episode 85 of the Sheep Spot podcast. I'm Sasha, and my job is to help you make more yarns you love. I opened this episode asking if you knew the difference between strategy and tactics, and I want to start with a little story. So when I was re-recording my intro for the podcast, because I wanted to update a couple of things in the intro, I realized that I had confounded, I had confused strategy with tactics. I said that I was going to give you actionable strategies for making more yarn you love, when what I really meant was tactics. I was not offering you strategies, I was offering you tactics. So strategy, according to Oxford Languages, is a plan of action or policy designed to achieve a major or overall aim. A tactic, according to Merriam-Webster, is the art or skill of employing available means to accomplish an end. So strategy is a plan to achieve a big goal, whereas a tactic is a concrete action taken towards that goal. One way to think about this that I found useful is that strategy is kind of the art of figuring out what not to do, and tactics are about what to do. So let me give you um, an example, a spinning example. So say you want to spin for and knit a sweater because you've fallen in love with the pattern. So in this case, having the sweater is the goal. So with that end in mind, you're going to plan your spin. So you're going to make a series of choices to design a good yarn for that sweater. You're going to think about the fiber. You're going to think about how the fiber is prepared, what tool you'll use to spin it, the draft you'll use, how you'll apply it, how you'll finish it. And as you're making those decisions, you're discarding or choosing not to do all the options that won't work for this particular sweater. You're creating a strategy to get you to the goal of having that beautiful sweater. Once you've got your strategy, you're ready for the actual concrete actions that will create the yarn. 
choosing the fiber, perhaps washing and preparing the fiber, getting your wheel set up, spinning the singles, plying, finishing, measuring your yarn, and finally casting on. But when I talk about strategy, I'm actually more interested in how we create strategy around goals that are bigger than a single project, and specifically how to create a strategy to become the spinner that you most want to be, whatever that means to you. So here the big goal is you as the happiest, most satisfied, most skillful spinner that you can possibly be. How do you get there? This is something that we as spinners don't spend a lot of time thinking about. First, I think a lot of spinners don't really have a vision of our ideal future spinning self, which I'm abbreviating in my head, uh, ideal future spinning sp- self, I-F-S-S, or ifs. Um, I actually did have, I think I, I was unusual in that I actually did have a big vision for the kind of spinner I wanted to be. Almost as soon as I started spinning, I knew I wanted to be very proficient technically and also that I wanted to be versatile. I wanted to be able to spin whatever I wanted and I wanted to be able to feel competent while I was doing it. And considering where I started, that was, that seemed like a very far away prospect. I'll just say that. Um, I also think that we're mostly busy with the project goals and the tactics that those goals require. And frankly, with just trying to find the time to spin and to live our lives. And finally, I think that we tend to, we tend not to strategize around the kind of spinner we want to be because spinning education is very focused on tactics, on the tips and tricks. And I am as guilty of this as anyone. I love teaching people the little tricks that will make their spinning easier and their yarns better. I find it incredibly satisfying. Helping folks cast a vision of their ideal future spinning selves, their ifs, is a lot more complicated. But the longer I teach spinning, the more important I think it is to help spinners do just that. So I have a little exercise for you. I'd like to invite you to harness the great beginning of the year energy that we're experiencing right now. I'm recording this on January 1st and spend some time this month thinking about your ideal future spinning self. Who is she and what's she like? What can she do well? What doesn't she bother with? What adjectives describe her? What does she aspire to? To help you with this thought experiment, I've created a little free download, um, a PDF worksheet to go with this episode, just in case you need a little help casting the vision of your ideal uh, future spinning self. So to get the workshop, though, sorry, to get the worksheet, join us in the flock which is Sheepspot's free online community for inquisitive hand spinners. And there you will find all the downloads that I've created for this podcast, right back to episode number. I think the first one I did was episode four. Um, So they're all there. All the podcast episodes are there. 
Lots of other free re uh, resources are there, including three self-guided spinning challenges to up-level your spinning skills. So head to The Flock, which you can find at theflock.sheepspot.com. I will also put a link in the show notes, which as always, you will find at sheepspot.com slash episode slash podcast 80, sorry, episode 85. So that is sheepspot.com slash podcast slash episode 85 um, to get the link into the flock if you are not already a member. Um, and so to summarize quickly, I in this episode, I've talked about strategy and tactics. I've posited some of the reasons that we tend as spinners and also as spinning teachers to focus much more on tactics than we do on strategy. I've suggested that it might be useful for you to develop a vision of what kind of spinner you'd like to become. And I've created a free resource that I hope will help you do that, just that. So go to the flock, flock.sheepspot.com, and it will be in the free resources area under podcast freebies. Please, 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 pretty please, let me know if you find it useful. Um, I, and I'd really love to uh, know more about what you come up with after you use the worksheet. There is also a post in the flock where you can comment on and discuss this episode if you like. I will link that specific thread in the show notes, which one more time you can find at sheepspot.com slash podcast slash episode 85. So that is it for me this time, my love. I will be back next time with another episode. In the meantime, go spin something. You know it will do you good. Have you joined the flock yet? The flock is Sheepspot's free online community for inquisitive hand spinners. As a member, you'll get access to a complete library of podcast episodes, all the free resources I've created for the podcast, several self-guided challenges, our Friday spinning check-in, and more. Head to theflock.sheepspot.com to sign up.